who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This 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 is views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Views from Mint Street, the only Carolina Panthers podcast that you not need, but want, y'all. Welcome in. Glad to have you. I am Rob Brown, based out of Greenville, South Carolina. Joined across from me is my executive producer and co-host Lonzo Reitzel. It has been a very interesting week since we last spoke to you. After the final preseason game where the Panthers blanked the Buffalo backups, I mean, Bills, 21 to nothing. We get a, did a breakdown of that game a handful of days ago. Of course, midweek pod from now through the end of the season, then on as long as this podcast continues for, will be one where we break down the comings and goings, the news, the quotes, etc., etc. And there has been, ladies and gentlemen, no shortage of that. For the silver and blue since the last time we spoke to you. And let's go ahead. Let's jump right in to what we've got going on. First and foremost, the Carolina Panthers final 53 has been named. We know that now because there's a new kicker on the roster after the injury to Zane Gonzalez that we broke down on the last episode. The Panthers got to 53 but they did not have a kicker on that 53. They worked out four different kickers. We now know who will be wearing the most important boot on the team, and we're going to get to that here in just a few minutes. Guy that I mentioned specifically by name, Deontay Brown, has been released by the Panthers. We now know who are on the waiver wire, who's gone to the IR, and who will be suited up barring injury between now and week number one. And we'll start with this, Lonzo. What moves, if any, over the past three days since the last pod that we recorded until now, just after deadline for the Final 53, what moves, if any, surprised you? Did any uh, get you excited? Were there any that you're sticking a question mark next to? Were there any roster moves for positive or negative, better or worse, that stuck out to you when the Panthers moved to that Final 53? All right, so uh, the cutting of, of Kirkland? And of Zilstra, especially Zilstra, because that guy has uh, was a good part of the of the team, and the fact that they're bringing in other receivers and some guys are starting to fill the role maybe better or just as well as what Zilstra did. And when I was looking at the list, that is the name that just popped out. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. I thought he was going to make the team. You know, it's it's kind of interesting because. Brendan Zilstra feels like a dude that contributed more than he actually did, right? Like he felt like a dude when the Panthers wide receiver room was a little bit thin. It felt like Brendan Zilstra was contributing more than he did. If I ask you, let's play the Views from Mint Street Home Edition. Grab your pen and paper, ladies and gentlemen. It's pop quiz time. I'm looking at Brandon Zilstra's numbers from the last three seasons with Carolina. If I asked you the highest number of yards received, yards caught, and the highest number of touchdowns generated through the air for Brandon Zilstra, write down your numbers. 
What is the highest number of yards in a season for Zilstra? Write down the highest number of touchdowns scored for Brandon Zilstra. I'll give you 10 seconds, 97654321. All right. Pencils down, kids. All right. Do I get to guess? On yeah, this absolutely. Take I, a shot. I definitely highest, guess. Let's start with highest number of yards produced in a single season for the Panthers by Brandon Zilstra. I'm going to go with 500 yards. 250. Total yards, 250. That was last season, 250 yards. Highest number of touchdowns scored in a season by Brandon Zilstra. Four. One. He scored one touchdown last year, and that through three seasons was his only touchdown scored for the Panthers. His highest total was 250. Three years with the team. Three years with the team. Zilstra was targeted 43 times. He caught 30 footballs. He did an average of four, or excuse me, a total of 414 yards receiving. He averaged 13.8 yards per catch, but he scored one touchdown. And the reason that number was so high was he had a 40-yard touchdown pass back in 2019. He had a 28-yard touchdown pass in 2020 and a 55-yarder last year. At the end of the day, Zilstra was nice to have in the locker room because you got a bit of a leader, but he was effectively an option, a decoy, a warm body when the wide receiver count was low. And and, and for the record, I, I the reason I didn't want to ask you to give me your answers, though, is because I knew you, just like I did, was going to guess way too high. And, yeah. and you guessed by double. It's a... It's an interesting thought because when I saw it come across and I saw Zilstra got released, my immediate thought was, oh, that's actually a kind of a bigger blow than I expected. And then I looked at the stats. Then I went and looked at the numbers because I'm like, you know, the more I think about it, the more I remember seeing him out there, the more I remember him having a catch here and there. But what do the stats say? And the stats say Shy Smith takes that spot easily. You know, we've been singing the praises of Shy Smith, so it's, it's not surprising that he's the, he's the guy. But, yeah, Zilstra, I mean, it just seems like in the right places at the right time you heard his name called, and it made you think that uh, that he did more than what he did. I, I am I'm really surprised by that. And uh, so I guess not as bad of a move as I thought it was. So the other thing going on is it continues to get interesting at the wide receiver spot is another couple of names. We're not going to hammer on Shai Smith again. We did that two episodes ago. He came out. He had a big preseason game. Matt Rule has been very complimentary of Shai Smith. The Charlotte media has been very complimentary, and accurately so, of Shai Smith. And I think that's part of the reason Zilstra is gone. But that wasn't the only move that got made. Carolina earlier in the week made kind of a surprise trade with Jacksonville. They brought in 23-year-old wide receiver LaVisca Chenault Jr. Chenault Jr. joins a crowded wide receiver room where Shai Smith is. Obviously, DJ and Robbie are there. Terrence Marshall Jr. When this move got made, the initial question that I had is, is this the end for Terrence Marshall Jr., right? Because last time we talked, The last words we heard about Terrence Marshall Jr. from Matt Rule were, we need him out there. He needs to figure it out. He needs to start putting it together. We need that guy on the grass for us. We need him working. Since then, however, Terrence Marshall Jr. has been practicing a little bit, and Matt Rule has been very complimentary 
of Terrence Marshall Jr. Matt Rule has been talking about the fact that he is out there working. He is out there trying to put it together. And Matt Rule has praised Terrence Marshall Jr. a little bit. So I think with Zilstra gone, which in retrospect is the move that makes the most sense. Now you've got DJ and Robbie up front. You got Shy in there. You add Chanel Jr. into that mix as well. You've got a wide receiver core that I, I think, though, doesn't jump off the paper at you. It's not going to be a wide receiver core that is going to get a lot of praise by national talking heads. It's not going to be one that you're going to see their names pop up as fantasy wide receiver must grabs. But I think it is now a wide receiver room with Chanel adding kind of a almost a Debo Samuel style element to it. I think it is now going to be a locker room that has the potential to sneak up on some people statistically by the end of the year. Oh, absolutely. You know what you don't have? You don't have that one guy. I mean, you could maybe say it's Robbie Anderson and could be DJ Moore or should be. You don't have that one guy that's that vocal guy. Does You know, I'm the best on the team. I'm all this. It just sounds more like a team. And in other instances, you may look at that and go, that means you really don't have anybody. But if you look at what uh, what Baker was able to do in the preseason, how he's able to spread the ball around, we still haven't seen all those guys on the field at the same time. So let's see how how that looks when it does happen. But the potential is there to be really, really good as far as receivers go. And, and like Marshall, I was watching uh, Matt Rule's press conference the other day, and he said they, got, they, they believe they got the hamstring problem worked out. What's that mean? I mean, do you have scientists on there? I like the versatility of this lineup at wide receiver now, right? We know what DJ Moore, we know what Robbie Anderson are. We don't need to break that down, but I like the three and four spot because you have added Shy Smith. You have added a guy with some speed, some route running ability, a guy who has never, I mean, he was, he was the one at South Carolina, certainly, but he played a one the way you would expect a, a wide receiver to or a, a Y or Z wide receiver to run routes. So I think he's got the ability to play that slot receiver. But now when you add the next into the room in Chanel Jr., you were talking about a guy that has some size. You're talking about a guy that's got some physical play to him, right? He's a, he's a guy that's a red zone target. You've got a guy who who adds some versatility and some edge blocking, and then you got Terrence Marshall Jr. there as well, who who is kind of a duplicate of that, a big wide a big wide receiver in the red zone. I think there is a versatility to this wide receiver room. I think there is a, a wide range of talent that allows Baker Mayfield to kind of pick the right weapon at the right time, right? Like, what's the spot we're in? Are we in a third and short? Are we going to run routes that just get to the sticks? Robbie and DJ got that for you. Are we in the red zone? Are we going to run a corner route where I need a guy who can go up and body the ball? Chanel Marshall or that guy. Are we in a spot where they are playing press coverage and they're up bodying more and Anderson at the line and we now need to pick on the fourth best defensive back they have? Shai Smith's right there for you. I think it gives Baker Mayfield kind of a platter of options that he can go out there and pick and choose the right guy for the right moment to the point that if he does it the right way and he handles business the right way, Baker Mayfield has so many options available to him 
there's really not a situation he doesn't have the right tool for the job, which is something I don't think he had in Cleveland, which is something I think that really opens up the playbook for Ben McAdoo. When they brought in Chenault Jr., I had questions about the trade. I was like, why is this the move? But now with cutting Zilstra from the lineup, I look at the guys that they've got one through five at the wide receiver spot. And I like the versatility. I think that's the word that comes to mind. I like the versatility, and I think it takes you good places. I, I like the lineup. Yeah, I do too. I, I think there's every opportunity for Baker to spread the ball around all over the place, and you're not going to have the uh, defense on the other side going, okay, we need a key on this guy, we need a key on this guy. I think I think all these guys are going to get open. This is going to be an awesome time to be a wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers, and you still got CMC who catches the ball like yeah. no other back. So. Yeah, 100%. You can run a five-wide spread. You can run four. You can run three in a running back. Uh, you know, you talked about it last week. I, I would I would like to see the pass-catching talents of Chuba Hubbard continue to continue to grow because I know there were a lot of people disappointed after that last game. I, but, know, I know Stickham's not legal, but, you know, <laughs> you, you might want to find uh, the substitute for that. Yeah, it's it's. I like it. I like the versatility. I like the way it lets Baker spread the ball to different tools in different situations. Like I said, you are not going to go to any NFL preview websites, and you're not going to find the Panthers wide receiver core listed as tops of the league. I promise you, you're just not. What I will tell you is that I think there is a sneaky good chance that they might be there by the end of the season.